Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. There's a lot of misinformation out there, but the truth remains indisputable. I'm Dr. Rashad Ritchie, and every day I'll be bringing you a full dose of truth on my show, Indisputable. We cover criminal justice, social justice, politics, racism, police brutality, and everything in between. I even make space for conservative voices, but not before they step into the bullpen, where I debate them on their policy agenda. In January, I hosted They Called Him Radical, a special tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It features myself, Senator Nina Turner, Ricky Smiley, and Sharon Reed. Together, we reflected on Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy, his real legacy, and considered what we can all do to continue to fight for a better world. Listen to Indisputable and They Called Him Radical on Apple Podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Nyasha, and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Joining me as ever, my favorite bundle of joy is Tandy Sabanda. Tandy! Woo! <laughs> You're sh- oh, you're sh- you're sh- oh. you're showing. Yeah, you're yeah. Showing so much. Yeah, yeah, Hi. yeah. That's that energy. That's that. Yeah. That's the energy. Yeah. I see you looking good. Finally got some merch. Finally got some merch, guys. No, I didn't get merch actually. <laughs> this guy's lying to you. This isn't even my merch. I've had to open the package that is supposed to be for someone else for me to wear it today. So, um, yeah. But you gotta be prepared. But you know what? Yeah. I'll tell you what. This mm. is extra soft. This mm. extra warm. I'm sweating in this thing. Do you oh know what no! Mean? I well, look pretty cool though. You look great, Tandy, with the with you. the chain and the bling. I know and the motherland. Yeah, do you know I mean? looking so good. And if you want to look as good as Tandy, or at least attempt to, you can go to QuickStopF1.com. Check out the merch store. The link is in our bio. And whilst I'm here, make sure you're liking, subscribing mm-hmm. to the video on YouTube, giving us a review on Apple Podcasts, and of course, giving us that five star rating on Spotify. But it's I not- reckon oh. okay. Yeah, reckon. Yeah, I reckon we could actually even get on Samsung podcast. I heard that's a thing now. I think we're on everything that is needed to be on. We have a distributor, and they just send it. Everywhere. Oh, really? They so just send it everywhere. Samsung podcast. Voila, they bu- yeah, exactly. Shout out all the Samsung podcast guys. Yeah, Thanks. man. Big up the Samsung podcast. Mm. Is that? Did you have McDonald's? Um, no. Okay. So, um, I am going to introduce our guest because it's not about me. It's not about Tanya. It's not about which platform you're listening yeah. to this on. It is about our guest, mm. and I'm proud to say that we've got with here the man who. I feel like you're taking over YouTube right now, bro. The, nah, fo- the, subs- the subscriber count is getting a little too high for my liking. I've got <laughs> hate in my heart for you, but the love overflows all of that hate. We've got Appreciate everyone's favourite champagne popper, Mr. Wolfpack Performance. Mr. Wolfpack Performance. What's up? What's up? Oh, I love it, man. Oh, shit. The horns and all. Hell yeah. <laughs> Boy, got his own money. <laughs> How are you doing, bro? Man, lovely, bro. Grinding. Of course, of course. I see you've got a lovely T-shirt. How did uh, you not say that? For the people Thanks. who are listening and cannot see what you're wearing, can you describe the T-shirt that you've got on, please? It's, it's a it's a it's a simple equation. 
mm. of scandal. Mm. It's an equation that equates scandal. You got Max mm. plus Massey equals NDA. That's what you got. <laughs> Put those together, you got a scandal automatically. So wow. that's the equation for a scandal right there. there. If anybody needs to know it, there you go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> is that something that someone would be able to purchase? Oh, yeah. You can head over to the, to the site, to the wolfpackperformance.net. Mm-hmm. That's up there. Uh, what, what, what We got the human area champion up there, yeah, too. I saw that. Crash, crash strapping. So, yeah. <laughs> so I I really like that you know because I remember I said that I wanted to make a praying on your downfall T-shirt and someone said no guys you guys are better than that and then and then here you are just oh. proudly not better than that at all and nah. I love that <laughs> been doing it bro I'm loving it <laughs> <laughs> um, and look we're here to review a very strange italian grand prix 2022 and probably apt jay that you have got that t-shirt because we have all been triggered and traumatized yet again by the ending to the italian grand prix tandy i'll get to you in a bit jay but tandy am i shouting again yeah, you're shouting, you're shouting. <laughs> I'm just trying to be... I don't know, maybe, maybe it's to, me, I'm, I'm getting out. Yeah, yeah I, feel, <laughs> I feel like this is how I, I normally talk, but I feel like maybe that's for another day. So, Tandy, mm. you mm. came on the call and you are not happy. Um, what is paining you about what you have just seen yesterday? I don't even know where to start. Where do you start? It's like constant deja vu of miserableness. Mm. Oh, it's not fun to watch anymore at the moment, is it? I'm going to be very honest. Right. It's not that entertaining, is it? Well, um, some would say, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to say, mm. big up to all of our followers and subscribers. I love you guys. And the guys, especially on the YouTube comments, you comment every week. I love you guys. But... It's almost like there is a subsection of what I can only describe or imagine are Dutch fans whose names mm. begin with J and mm. whose surnames begin with O. And they're just always on the site, just talking about how much they hate our content. Why are all the haters' names starting with J and ending with O? Is that like, a, is that like the Matt Smith of the Netherlands or something? Like, I, I, I don't mm. understand. Like, but you're- They hate us? they are not happy they actually oh, really? said, they said last week they're like i hope you did your research because i did mine and it wasn't a conspiracy and i, and I had to say that bro we, fuck that we said they're it not they're, they're not then no they are happy they're happy they have somewhere to come and share their opinions with mm. and i'm gonna tell y'all this shit right now tell them if mm. you have somebody that has proposed a hater and they come back every week multiple days no mm. they're not they're not a hater they're an admirer they're just confused that is yes. a fact they really love that yeah. is a fact like if That's you come back i got the same thing i have people to come hate every week every day to watch the video leave a comment and i tell them i appreciate them being fans i love it mm-hmm. i'm not your damn fan but you show up every week on my porch every and i put the little <laughs> cup of milk out there for you you know what i mean love it Make sure you leave some, make sure you leave some cookies for your haters to overnight right. tonight. Yes, I, I I will. I'll leave some little cookies, but I'll also I'll acknowledge you, little cookie lovers, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. say that they would argue, Tandy, that we have had seven years of fun. Oh no, so well, Lewis, let's say since what 2014? Yeah, we've had seven years of fun. One year right. when Rosberg won it, but we've had seven years of Mercedes dominance that's now come to an end and we are now getting a taste of our own medicine what says you to people but 
the difference between those years and these years is those years were fair. This does not seem fair. It doesn't feel fair. I don't feel fair to you. You know what it feels like? Mm. Phony. It feels phony. That's exactly it. It feels phony. It feels directed. It feels... Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? That's a good one. It feels directed. (laughs) I like that one. Um... Something I've just got an inkling in my back. You know when you have a gut feeling, like I've got a scratching, mm. that something is not right. Okay. And I, I will take that on board. I'm but you literally up. can't. The thing about Formula One is you literally can't even say these things that people hurling abuse at you or just hurling, gaslighting you into like calling you a conspiracy theorist or whatever. But if sometimes it's like, you know, something genuinely doesn't feel right. And that's how I feel. And 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 look, Jay, let's get straight into the meat of it because I think it touches on what Tandy said just then. The way the race ended uh, this 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 race, Italian Grand Prix, for the most part, a bit of a snooze first for Verstappen had a seventh place penalty. Oh, he was, he was in seventh, five place penalty. Um, he's up to third by the end of the first lap. He's in first by whenever he gets uh, into first. He hit but... second by fourth lap, yeah. Second mm. by fourth lap, right? Yeah. And and then, you know... From you know, seventh. From seventh, right? Yeah. Um, right. So, shades of what happened in Spa, La... Not Spa, uh, in, yeah, in Spa a couple of weeks ago when he was like 15th and, you know, he was winning by whenever he was winning, lap 15 or whatever. Um... The way the race ended, for those, you know, we can spell this out now. The race ended, there was a safety car, which was brought out for Daniel Ricciardo retirement, which basically, uh, five laps to go, long story short, the safety car didn't have enough time, the marshals didn't have enough time to clear the car away. And there wasn't enough time for them to go racing again. And the race ended behind a safety car. Earlier on in the day, there was to add to this gaslighting and conspiracy stuff and to just give a bit more context. For those who don't know, the F3 race or the junior category race in Monza, and this may be wrong, because I, I uh, let me just research it quickly. But long story short, there was a red flag incident uh, before the end of the race. There wasn't enough time for them to restart the race so that uh, the F1 could start, you know, at the appropriate time with everything that they have to do before the F1 and what and whatnot. They decided to take the result from two laps before and call that the race result. So two things have happened in the same day, which we were told or we experienced did not happen. Firstly, that you can take a race result from previous laps and declare that the result, which is is what people ask for when they realize that what they did in Abu Dhabi was wrong. And obviously we have the situation where they have ended the car uh, race under a safety car, uh, which has brought back a whole bunch of new memories. Jay, I guess, what's your opinion on, I guess, the reaction to what we've seen? Because it has been the Formula One equivalent of, uh, you know, scratching off an old wound and, and, and you know, 
resurfacing a painful wound. Um, but I guess what's your reaction to what you saw on Sunday? And I guess the reaction we've seen online from all quarters. Oh, I, I said that was some bullshit. <laughs> Bro, <that's> a, <laughs> I, I, and I'm going to tell you right now, there's, there's something I look for before I even even dived into this this bullshit they tossed our way is the reaction of Max. I wanted to see if Max was going to have the same temperature. I said, you know what? I'm a, I'll give, I'll give a little bit more or less, you know, pushback on this. If I hear Max keep the same temperature and what I mean by that is in Abu Dhabi, I could have swore I heard Max say, Oh, but of course they would, they would end it behind a safety car, which means he was not in favor behind the safety car type shit. He wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was funny this time around that that wasn't his, that wasn't his temperature. His temperature was okay with in and behind the safety car. So I said to myself like that, okay, so I already see that point. But then the next thing is you just bought more validation beyond what you've already brought to the point that you fucked it up. Yeah. Did you screw? No, no, because if you fuck it up, it's on accident. You screw somebody over. And now you just really, really amplified the colors and the tones of how bad you actually screw somebody over. Like you said, I thought we was motor racing. I thought that's what we were doing these days. Mm-hmm. We was we was motor racing, except for the day where I guess Max is in front. And then the, the amount of time they took and decided that they were going to deploy a safety car was odd as shit to me. I mean, we it's deployed crazy. yellows with Vettel off track, off track, literally. Daniel yeah. Ricardo's in an awkward spot. Damn car is still partially on the track and they still trying to debate if they're going to do a safety car. Mm. Are they waiting for a certain position? Are they waiting for certain things? They want to come around the track to be, you know, optimal for said people. And then next thing I know is we had now listen, this, that shit happened in 47 lap. We just a 53 lap race, right? Yeah. Mm. But I mean, we had six straight laps. I mean, it was plenty of time to red flag it. Yeah. I mean, that was an option to red flag it, bring the cars in, clear the track out. That gives you enough time to get that out of the way and then line them back up and then go. We cool yeah. with that. But they yeah. just showed that although this was the right, one of the right decisions, it was one of the right decisions. It just shows that you screwed somebody over last season. And that's what people are not getting. So you're going to have a lot of haters in your conversation. about all oh, now y'all don't want behind a safety car. Now y'all know mm. that's not the point. The point is it just validates what was done was wrong in 2021. And yeah. you can't, acknowledge that because i understand you that's that's your phony ass king you want to mm-hmm. stand up for that in, in in lieu of no matter how bad it is you want to trump it up and i do mean trump it up you know you want to <laughs> it fit your damn narrative that's cool but the point is you can't acknowledge one without the other so yeah you know that's that's what i got to say about that it's just a, it, it feels like a lot of ptsd for for a lot of us doesn't it and it also makes us all like question the future of race regulations and how far we can actually trust Formula One as the sport in general. Are we going into Formula One with the idea that, yes, one day you could be winning and then one day your win is seen as something that needs to be altered or directed to make the sport more interesting? Or, you know, someone could just come in and have a higher bid to kind of say, well, I don't want the race to go this way. That is the thing that we're now looking at Formula One. Is it actually fair sport? And to what extent do we call the sport fair? Yeah, I don't (laughs) doubt that. I don't doubt that. And you know what? I'll even go a step further to say the Mm. sport is in confusion right now. And what the confusion is coming from is that last season, they changed the way that we went racing. Let's not just look at Abu Dhabi, because I think 
Abu Dhabi was ridiculous. But if we look at the way that the stewards and the FIA were acting way before that, let's say just from Brazil, mm. right? Max, you know, disqualifying Lewis. Then the Max sending Lewis out to Venezuela in that corner and he tried to overtake him. Then we go to um, we go to Qatar. Gasly basically moves over for Verstappen whilst he's coming through the pack. Mm. Then we go to Saudi Arabia. We have the multiple, the you know, the two times that Max was an absolute terrorist attack. Before we were even talking about Max brake testing someone, them only issuing a penalty after the race, and that penalty happening to be a penalty small enough to keep him in second place. Then we go to Abu Dhabi. So the sport was going on, and this is where the confusion is coming from for me, and this is where the lack of trust is coming from. This is what affecting people, and what Tandy said so brilliantly, is that the sport last year was going towards the show over sporting integrity, right? Mm-hmm. And that culminated in, and we could say whether it was Michael Massey just off his head on cocaine in the fucking booth, like not knowing what he's doing. Look, he's got NDAs. He can't say shit to me. And then, and then, or, or, or it was part of a wider communication within the sport to say, like they said, we shouldn't end behind the safety car. Although I don't understand, not as other than Spa, not a single race was close to ending behind the safety car last year. So why that there was an agreement that this race just cannot end behind the safety car? Who knows? Right. Anyway, whether it was like an instruction, a culture, or Massey on his own, that was what they did. We then go into this season, they say that was a mistake. We're not going to do that. We're going to follow certain protocol. Right. We have what happened yesterday. And now people are saying we need to do red flags so we can go racing. We need to, we need to do this. We need to do that. What do you want from this sport? Do you want? Are you going to make decisions for safety reasons and acknowledge that what happened last season wasn't a safety issue? It was a sport over the show, a uh, show over the sport issue. Or are you now? I've got Will Buxton saying there should have been a red flag. I've got Karun saying there should have been a red flag. Everyone's saying there should have been a red flag. But last season, you were saying that that we shouldn't have done that. That wasn't mm. an option. Michael mm. Massey did the only thing available to him. Right. And this is what is mm. pissing people off. You're yeah. gaslighting us. Because when we come to you and we tell you, look, this is fucked up. And yeah. the stewards have ratified it for some reason. So they're not, there's no appeal process. And you're telling us that we're bullies, that we're aggressive, that we don't know the sport. But then now you're saying the same shit we were saying last year as a viable reason. And then you wonder why people are on your neck. I'm pissed off, bro. I'm pissed off. And look, I could go on. I could go on all day. But I guess what I want to ask you two is, I think Tandy really made a good point earlier. Where does F1 really go from here, right? Exactly. Because the the product is dry as fuck. The product is dry. The fans aren't listening. And the other half, the fans have strayed towards Mm. other opinions. So who actually believes in the sport at this point? Or is Formula 1 a gambling game? Well, it's it's definitely a money game. 
I think mm-hmm. there's too much, and I think the amount of money they're making, and this is something I want to ask you, Joe, actually. The amount of money Formula One are making, the, the thing has grown. As a result of last year, DTS, right, it has grown. I almost yeah. think it's starting to eat itself. We're seeing the, you know, the regulations they try to put in, essentially, they put in after the closest season of Formula One ever, random drivers winning, mm-hmm. points equal on the last race. They changed the regulations, and now we have, we might have one of the biggest gaps ever for mm-hmm. a title winner. Max Verstappen may actually end up winning the title, um, well, by a single, he could win it next week. No, sorry, in two weeks, next race. He could win it in a couple of weeks' time. Like, this isn't a joke right now. Like, no. so It's not even a could, though, at this point. I'll, I'll comfortably say he is going to win it. Yeah, it, it would take it. it would take a Ferrari bad bad thing like for Leclerc would have to not finish essentially, but it could then be sorted in the next race. I think I can't remember what the next race after that is, but it could be maybe America. But it, it could be sorted by you t- oh Japan. Uh, sorry, we got Singapore next. Yeah, Singapore. Right. And then after Singapore, I can't remember. What we got colder. Oh, Singapore was right? my my so, uh, dream race. I'd love to go to Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, I would. I'd love to go to Singapore. So, um. Uh, we're looking sorry back to the money point we're looking at people complaining at the racetrack monza was an absolute shit show the organization's horrible everything was bad i guess i'll ask you cam is f1 jay so, sorry and you're not yeah. cam yeah. You're not, yeah. <laughs> hi jay that's um, our older hi. brother yeah no, that's no, what no. happened when you be in a family you because it's all calling yeah. Like, just uh, call yeah, one. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, not Cam, uh, but big old Cam. Jay, Thanks. where does F1 go from here? Or do we just have to ride this out? They'll sort out the fan stuff next year. The teams will get closer next year. And Red Bull are just doing a phenomenal job when you just have to hold your hands up sometimes. But w- where, I guess, I guess for people who are disenfranchised with the sport right now after everything that they've seen, what would you say to keep them in the sport or is there anything to, to keep them in the sport yeah i think i think almost every sport kind of goes through something mm. <clears throat> similar to having a point where things get too out of hand i mean think nfl football is going to go through it soon i mean they changed all the regulations for, to protect the quarterbacks right so you can't hit the quarterback they change rules that you know, put things in the favor of the offense. So now you can have these high scoring games, Yeah. you know, but I always tell people you, they're going to have to counter that eventually and bring it back down to earth because things get so stupidly out of hand. It's like, what are we watching this shit for? Like where the hell's right. the defense? The same thing will happen in formula one. Like when it, when they see that they have, I mean, they've, they've dubbed took a mangy mutt off the street and, doctored him up to look like some pure breed you know rottweiler and honestly he's not he's like a little teacup poodle don't even know if he want to be in the sport for like a few more years and i might get two or three more to be done and i don't know if i want my season to be as long as alonzo's career he, like i never heard a goat talk like that i've never heard mm-hmm. anybody who was regarded as one of the greatest in their genre ever say like if i get one or two more i'm, I'm good or you know, I don't think I'm a, I never heard that shit except for somebody like Max Verstappen. Unless so you have distrust like, in your, in your title. Right. If you don't believe it, you belong there, the guilt will start to eat you up. The walls can talk to you. They're facts, haunting you at man. night. 
facts. <laughs> That's big facts. And you know, I, I won't I won't say that even without some of the foolery that we have seen, and it is obviously factual. The RB18 is a, is a solid ass car. Like yeah. let's not let's not play that. It is a fast car. Now I'm going to say this because a lot of haters seem to overlook or gloss over the things that we say to just try to pinpoint and pick things that make them excited. And I know y'all like us to excite you. I know you love it. That's why you keep coming back. <laughs> but Max Verstappen is not going to last as long as y'all think. And when we give you opinions or say things where we're crediting him for this season or for his skill, you don't want to hear it. But we just keep yeah. this shit real. You cannot use the same argument to discredit one driver and then you not use that same argument to up another driver. So all the people that always want to say Lewis Hamilton for all this shit that he's accomplished, <laughs> it was only because of the car. Why do you not have that same energy right now with Max? Because it's yeah. obvious that the RB18 is fast. And I would also tell you that I look back at several track times and lap times from other races in 2020. And even the RB18 today is in some places not better than that Mercedes car was then. So you got a limited amount of time before Max is really under pressure. And a lot of people know this shit. So mm -hmm. just be prepared for it, you know. So that's why I say be careful of the type of shit you put in the comments because I'm just cooking up a good crow pie <laughs> waiting for your ass. I'm just telling you. No, look, I think that's a great point, right? Mm -hmm. I... The, let's just really let's just talk the reels right now yeah because honestly what can we talk about with that race there's not even that much to talk about right mm. let's talk the fucking reels the way that people talk about lewis and the way that they talk down on him is because he is black okay and then the way that they do it is so incendiary like the way that they do it by trying to diminish his talent and place it all on the car Right. And basically, and I don't like using this, but saying that anyone could drive that car, maybe a monkey, <laughs> a monkey could drive that car, but I, I don't want to say that. But saying anyone could drive <laughs> that car, right? Saying anyone could drive that car, you know, it's all the car, even though another man was driving in that car at the same time he was for the six titles he has at Mercedes, taking that away, they want to really put him down and say that it's all on the car. We're looking at Max now, and it's as if this guy is driving Fred Flintstone's car with his fucking feet. These guys are trying to make out like Max is driving a Fiat Punto or some shit. Like, like I just, I don't know what, and it's like, I don't understand. Look, and the thing is, it's either the biggest cognitive dissonance that you really believe that Max is this God-given guy that is like half a second a lap quicker than anyone else, or you you know that that car is a rocket ship, and of course he's doing right. a great job. Look what the fuck Checo Perez is doing right now. Absolute horseshit. Checo! <laughs> Checks in the house, but, <laughs> but like you're basically saying that you know that the car is shit. So you know that the car is great, but you don't care. Mm. 
You no. don't care. You don't want to say it because it wouldn't hold up with what you've been saying for the past six years. And that is the problem with F1 discourse right now, right? Because mm. it's hard. We have these people in our videos. You're just upholding, you're down playing the black guy's talent because you don't like him. Mm-hmm. You think he's arrogant. You think he's you think he's angry and temperamental. You think he's whatever. You think he's flash. All of these stereotypes you want to chuck at someone. Right. Fuck it. But Max, apparently the guy who shouts on the radio has slurs, defends racist, is is upholded like right. is is upholded as this like God given talent driver, and mm-hmm. that's bullshit. He is a great driver right he is talented i've said it on this show mm-hmm. so many times i don't know how many times i have to say it max verstappen is top two drivers on the grid right right like oh, right. full stop yeah. right. full stop right, right. Mm-hmm. but you guys have got to stop the cap yeah. like the car is a madness i don't think i don't think i've seen lewis be p7 in well, even in 2020 lewis was p7 me. and then be p3 by the end of lap one p2 by the end of lap four that's right. that, that spa performance that's a rocket right. shit right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's two things that's the rba team being on point dropping yeah. in mm-hmm. a very good region shout out to Nui. Mm-hmm. shout out to the floor mm-hmm. and that's the rest <laughs> of the cars you and know that's not the rest of it in that spot and still trying to make progress they, there's a combination of two things there mm-hmm. so you know i credit i mean i credit it where it is like i'm not gonna tell somebody because you turned in an assignment and you know you got an A, and then somebody else turning assignment, you got an A minus, and tell you like, hey, you know, like you're just the greatest <laughs> shit smoking. Like somebody studied harder than the other person. It's just a fact. Like Adrian knew he knew and had that information and had that knowledge. So yeah. of course he's with Red Bull. I mean, he did similar things when he was with Williams. I mean, go back and check his track record. Yeah. So Red Bull winded up in a and, and oh yeah, big shout out to Red Bull. Like all you Red Bull fans, big shout out for this. I always say, if you can't beat them, join them. If you can't join them, recruit them. Big shout out to Red Bull for recruiting down there a lot of Mercedes employees over there so you can get some of that Mercedes <laughs> damn, damn fizzle. You know what I'm saying? Sprinkle <laughs> you with some Mercedes blessings. You're very welcome. There you go. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And look, the title's done. There's no point in us even talking about where the title's going, what's going to happen now. But I guess um, with... F1 media, Tandy, I'll ask you. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. On uh, Sometimes I, uh, uh, and it's probably a funny question for me to ask you on a podcast, considering yeah. that we're business partners. But mm-hmm. I like to ask people, what's your goal? Where do you want to end up, right? And so I guess, when I guess I'll preface this with, yeah. when we started, yeah. I'm sure there was probably ambitions. Mm. Well, it was on my side, I guess, that we would in some way get picked up by someone or whatever. We would mm. be able to put this into a major media outlet and we would kind of be in constant that and, and go from there. I would just preface that by saying I would after seeing how everyone reacts to things like this and and just seeing the fuckeries out there i just find it very difficult to imagine myself in that space but for you yeah that aside 
you just said you know you're tired of formula one i just want to make sure my star player doesn't want to leave the podcast but (laughs) 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 but i think it's interesting right what is what would if you if you could say what your dream life would be but it had to involve f1 in some way what would that be Sorry, what's the intention of this question? <laughs> um, just for content. Okay. Just, for, just for content. Um, I my dream life would be, um, a eleven a.m. start. <laughs> um, right, you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me about my dreams and then criticize. No, me. no, <laughs> I love it. I love how that's like first thing on the list. <laughs> I lie in. <laughs> I want to sleep to what I want. An 11 a.m. start. Right, an 11 a.m. start. A wardrobe where I can be like, right, Singapore, this is what we're in for this whole weekend for the next four days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I love talking about Formula One. Mm. I love, I love, um, I love to give my opinion, don't I? So mm. still doing that. Yeah. Um, Just not so much at a reporting to someone stage, which I don't even do right now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're our own bosses. Yeah. We've always pride proud ourselves on not actually having a script to what we do and kind of just going with the flow. So I see going so my dream would be going with the flow at a higher capacity, more bands, more bitches. Oh nice more more, more, more scenes, <laughs> more stamps upon the passport. Yeah. And um happiness oh and do you know what i'm actually sick and tired i'm gonna be honest with you mm. even though i'm sick i'm i'm tired from work yeah. i'm very tired of paying for my own nails hair eyelashes and the lot so oh, oh okay no yeah, fair I play just, like i shouldn't even feel that money leave my account the thing is if i start to say guys bring yourself forward i feel like the quality of candidates that you will receive will not be i'm not, I'm not complaining Guys, if you want to pay for Tandy's nails, Tandy's hair, oh, please bring yourselves forward. Her DMs are open. Use her personal account. Don't let me see that shit. Uh, and uh, yeah, Link that'd be you. awesome. I want, I want to ask you. Now come. Now come. God damn it. Hey. I'm Jay. Wow. No, look Jay. At wow. Look Get at this. Cam on this motherfucker. <laughs> and i hear it and look the reason i asked this the reason i asked this is mm. do oh, you so think do you think as three black content creators right mm. do you think that uh we are encouraged to be in this space no by fans by media with the opinions that we hold um because it's harder for us to get a bring in not that we want it but it's harder for us to get a bring in because we say things that probably go against the the propaganda that is given out and you know fans don't like it when we're honest about Lewis Hamilton and how we feel about other drivers on the grid Mm -hmm. right um so is this space a fertile space for black content creators. Let me tell you something. Mm. This space was never a space for black content creators. Just mm. look at my DMs. Just look at what's been going on with my life for the past two weeks. However, 
I'll tell you what is a space for black content creators like Jay, Cam, everyone else on the chicane. Quick stop F1. That's why we made our platform to have that one step and that platform, that ground that you do not feel like someone is adding heat underneath it. Instead, somebody's actually uplifting you. Um, so no is the simple answer. Mm. Um, when entering Formula One and having an opinion that goes against the grain, or should I say, anyway, no, let me not say that word. Um, <laughs> um, that goes against the grain. We were never supposed to be here. We were never supposed to be people who who um, don't regurgitate everything Karun Chanduk is saying, basically. Um, no tea, no shade. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there are the puppeteers, but they're those who have to say, listen, it's a puppet, but there's actually a man behind the desk and he's controlling it. Mm. Fair play. Jay, anything to add to that before I go into stars and donkeys? <laughs> no, I think I don't think I'll say I'll say it more like this. I don't think the sport was looked at for us to be able to have a seat. I don't think they anticipated nor planned nor promoted for us to have a seat. Mm -hmm. But I will say this, and, and this goes out to the Quick Stop family, to the Cameron F1 family, to the Wolfpack <laughs> family. We tremendously appreciate everybody who has supported, who has encouraged, who has joined us, who has embraced us in the Formula One space mm -hmm. and in, in the culture, because we have been embraced by, by many and uh, yeah. so we really appreciate you all and you all make the, it possible for what I call the machine to look at us and maybe have to take a look and say, damn, we might have to crack the door and let these motherfuckers in because, yeah. you know, like I, all, I say this all the time, bad people will do good things for money mm -hmm. and it's going to take that for them to view us as. And it's sad. Mm -hmm. They'll have to view us as a commodity before they decide to let us in. Mm -hmm. as somebody and yeah. that's a sad thing but that's a factual thing so big shout out to you all because you all make it warm for us here uh you all invite us here you all hold us up you know we all got our own merch we all represent our own brand quick stop launch theirs wolfpack got ours cam got his mm -hmm. and you all help us in that fashion you know so there's a difference in encouraging a lot of people just encourage but a lot of those people that come they buy the merch uh they do the super chats they do all that that's support and that's a different level of that line of defense and offense for us so big shout out to y'all eventually y'all gonna make like f1 realize like they gonna have to fuck with us we'll talk thank you for going on that tangent with me guys I just thought right. joined. Just <laughs> it was nice nice little tangent but there was a race uh there was a race should we just get into stars and donkeys and i think we'll be able to figure out most of what happened that race through that let's go with stars ladies first tandy Oh gosh, who is my star of the day? Okay, my star of the day is going to uh, counteract my. Um, yeah. My um, donkey of the day. Okay, um, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I can yeah, see where they, this is going. They, 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 they go together, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't want to mispronounce his name. Uh, do I th is it Nick DeVries? Oh, she's yes. Nick DeVries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Nice <laughs> to meet you. My name is Tandy. <laughs> yeah. Um, have we met before? Like, 
<laughs> Are you new here? Um, would you like to join the sport? And just the other guy, you know, he can leave. We don't have to sign it off. I think he already knows the door. The door's been open for him to leave. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, she is. She's excited about me. Wow, <laughs> look at you so flustered. Hey, look I'm not flustered. Hey, look, look relax, relax, <laughs> relax, relax. Relax. She can need the nails, the hair, <laughs> uh, the red bottoms. She got to be stepping in blood, bro. If it ain't, it ain't that, it ain't counting. <laughs> no, I just like a new player. Like I like a, I like right. someone who comes in and says, "Do you know what? This is my chance, and I'm gonna embarrass the guy who I'm supposed to be replacing." Right. And that was embarrassing. Great, nice to meet you, Nick. By the way, I like him. Yeah, Ooh. Nick DeVries, well done. Uh, 30 hours notice, he was there right. to mm-hmm. drive the Aston Martin in the practice session. And then obviously the news that unfortunately Alex Album suffered with appendicitis issues, which right. flared up again. Oh. So, oh. so um, good luck to him on his recovery on yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Um, but uh, Nick DeVries coming, one chance, one opportunity one opportunity and he you know killed mean? it in it absolutely killed it. like do you know what I mean like he he put it on the you know obviously he had the grid penalties whatever but you know he qualified eighth finished mm-hmm. ninth mm-hmm. incredible performance he's now 19th in the championship nick latifi is 21st fresh tifi 21st <laughs> in a 20 person race jay i'm gonna ask you a question now because this is you have knowledge of f1 right um gunter steiner earlier this year made the point that the points that they get from kevin magnuson outweigh and the money that they'll get from finishing higher on the grid outweigh the money that mazepin was bringing to the team Mm. williams there is still doubt over whether they're going to drop Latifi purely for money reasons. Now, let's take away the fight, the fact that they bought Williams and they said they would not have to do pay drivers anymore when clearly they don't have the funds like that. They do not have the facilities and they do need that money. But wow. at what point, if you're Joss Capito, do you say... Oh, God damn, I almost threw it when you said that. <laughs> hater like him. Yeah, no, he's a big, big hater. And he says very haterish things about Hammond mm-hmm. and he needs to look in All his right. own house. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll try you know that on. meme where people, you know, it's like, I don't know, the guy that's like in his room texting and he's got holes in his boxes and like there's mess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lying on his, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his front. And I, that's Josh Capito talking about Hammond and keep his name out of your mouth. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> but at what point when you're just capital do you say look this driver is not at the level required for formula one no matter how much money he brings in even from a sponsorship level like who's gonna want to sponsor a team with nicholas latifi in it? it don't make sense and you've got a guy that's come in off the bat formula e champion formula two champion comes in puts it on ninth finishes puts it on eighth finishes ninth not saying he has to get Nick, uh, Nick to freeze him, but at what point? What's or do you do you just take the money? I, I don't understand. Mm. Basically, what what's he doing? Well, I if I had to say what's he doing, 
Mm. He's probably like trying to survive, which is the whole point they got with Doralton. You know, it's a financier. And that's why, you know, with the Williams family gave up the team in order to support and keep those people employed at Williams. Right. Like that. So they have a American financial backing. Now, you know, how far that extent goes, what do the contracts say, what they can and can't do? I don't know. But it seems like we're not really competitive right now. So we'll mm. take the money. Right. So we can stay yeah. af- stay afloat. But. You asked me what I would do if I was that hater. <laughs> I was him, like literally at the race when they got off track, like, buddy, you just became the new reserve dryer. Crash Teefy, that's you right there. Go pick up the wrench. Go clean up the fucking garage. Get all this shit up. Matter of fact, Nick, which which side of the room you want, bro? Like, you go want me, to come out that corner like Nick right there at, the, at Singapore? Nick is in and you are reserving. You got to mm-hmm. decide whether you want to take that slap in the face or not. Because, bro, how the fuck you going to sit here? And let every teammate you've had. I mean, I know we're supposed to be a team. I know we're supposed to work <laughs> together. God damn. You the senior man. You don't let every teammate come in here do better. It's like Williams is now just an audition firm. Like we talent agent. Like we let drivers come in here, display their talent. They leave. You are just a fucking standard. Like, are you better than Latifi? Okay, you got a shot. You won't be here long. We'll see you in a little bit. That's the type of shit that's going on. So honestly, like I would have said, nah, Nick is in. Like I would do something so goddamn rash. Everybody would like, I'm at, at the post conference. I'm saying like Nick DeVries is our new driver. Yeah, uh, He's going to drive for the remainder of the season. We want to see his talent. Latifi is going to take a back seat for right now. He's not out. It's not saying that we're we're scratching his contract. You just want to see a little bit more yeah. uh, about what Nick has. It's not like we're in big championship content. Oh, well, shit, we did just get some points. So if we can get more of those points, then that's what we'll do. I would have done some shit like that straight up. Albon comes back off his appendicitis. Get your ass in there. Nick, get in there. Crash Tifi, warm the car up. Pull that I, up. And that's even a good analysis for you to be able to do, right? I mean, not like this would ever happen, but... Right. It would be good to see Nick against Albon and, you know, okay, what's the true pace of that car? We haven't known for three, four years now. What is the pace of that car? Because George was slapping up Latifi for three years. We don't really know. I mean, George is quick, but we never really knew until he went to how quick he was. does Latifi have on the team that's kept him there for as long as he is? What is it that he knows that we don't know? I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's just, you know what? You know when Thanos in in the in Endgame, he's like, I can't remember the full quote, but it's like all of that. And it brought you, where did it bring you? Back to me. And, <laughs> and every, every time, every time they're like, we've got to drop him. The, the finance guy comes on the phone. It's like, you know, if he leaves, we're 20 million in the red. Where have you got a 20 million from? Mm. Latifi's just like, I'll break you off a little sign. You know, like right. toxic, toxic boyfriend. Oh, what you, oh, you say, oh, you need your nails done, need your hair done. Okay, hold yeah, that. Got you. Oh, you know, I've got, got you. you. I got it's you. It's like a bad stock that plays good dividends. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, I, I don't want to be investing in this weapons manufacturing company, but God damn, the returns on it are very The returns good. are great. Oh, great. Oh, my my credit's through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's just, honestly, uh, Tandy, um, not to go back to what you were saying, but I think this is maybe part of it. Does, 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 <laughs> does having drivers <laughs> like Latifi hurt the f1 brand and increase the lack of trust that people have 
in the sport or faith that people have in the sport, right? Because obviously he has fans, he's Canadian no, I, I and think... so forth, but does it hurt the sport, I guess, having someone who is clearly like by far the worst driver on the grid? No, because there'll always be someone who will like, that's the worst driver on the grid. Mm. Last year, Latifi's distraction was Mazepin. Do yeah. you know I mean? Yeah. I think people who make you lose faith in the sport are the likes of Alonso and the Max Verstappens. Do you know what I mean? They're, those are the ones who make you think. But with Latifi, he's just the bum of the year. And that mm. is his role. However, I think we just don't notice it. With with Formula 1, there's always a distraction above above the other distraction. But when people come in like Nick and expose this shit, and you're like, wait a minute, you did that in the same car? Yeah. It's, it's That's not. when it's exposed in it. Like, I've always said Latifi is shite. I've always said that this guy is rubbish, but it's just more to what extent can he we expose how rubbish he is? And, you know, yeah. What can you do with him? No, what 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 can you do? There's 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 not much you can do. Um Jay. What's Jay. up, bro? What's Can, happening? Give me a thank you for your support. Sorry, thank you for your star of the day, Tandy. Yeah, yeah. Jay. <laughs> gave you, actually, she gave you her star and her donkey. A star and donkey, yeah, yeah to I be did, fair. Yeah. Look at you, so efficient. Efficient. Yeah, I mean, like, Love honestly, it. like, with Latifi, my whole thing is just look at your age, mates. Like, are you not embarrassed? That's really, yeah. really embarrassing for you. Like, it's what, were bad. you sat there in the hospital? Like, <laughs> they're cooking me. <laughs> like, what happens now? But yeah, yeah. fair play. No, awful, awful, awful. And big up Nick DeFries. Don't want to overshadow it. That was an incredible yeah, performance. Big up Nicky boy. And I hope you do get a drive out of it. He's sure. a bit he's a bit close to Max Verstappen and he did say some suspect things. But we'll let it slide. Um we'll let it slide for today. Um Jay, give me a star awesome. of the day. Um star of the day, I'm gonna go with Hamilton. Nice. Okay. Hamilton. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Hamilton. I think I think it's something to be said still with everybody you know, saying that he doesn't have the skill and the car shit for somebody to start out 19th, sink briefly to 20th, mm. come on up to like what, seventh pit, fall back, and then come back up and finish the race at fifth? Shit, I'm just saying like, Alonzo, use a jackass, bro. Because <laughs> it looks like that dude can drive when he's not in the front row. And hey, and Alonzo, bro, you're my donkey of the day. I, I love seeing that motherfucker panic. I mean, did you see that motherfucker sing Lewis in his mirrors? He's talking about more power. Where's the power? <laughs> <laughs> like, give me another ERS system. Shit, the tires is like Alonzo panicked. And then when he did enough, I just said, man, ain't karma a bitch. Uh... <laughs> you love it. It I could not it. have happened to a better person. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I I said before, I was like, I keep a little burn book of people that have chatted shit to me. Yeah, I keep a, a mental burn, but not physical. But I keep a little mental burn. Anyone who's ever said, I remember everyone who said shit about me. Right. right. So when I see some bad shit happen to them, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Tanya, I'm rubbing hands like Birdman. You know, he's like, like i honestly i i love it so seeing alonzo retire and seeing how bad the aston martins are and knowing that that's your portion for another two years enjoy mm. that loving it but no lewis hammer and great drive again nice. um 
let's do it quickly. I saw a tweet that said, why are we not talking about the fact that George Russell is absolutely kicking Lewis's ass this season? Oh my God. Nobody this wins when the family fight. I think, I think we <laughs> have talked why. about it. I just, I don't think we talked about it in the light that people want to talk about it in mm. because they always, it's always Lewis Hamilton against anybody in the grid. I never hear other people talk about a teammate yeah. on the same in the same garage pit it against the other driver so much to the point if it's Lewis Hamilton yeah. it's crazy and if it's not him then it's the, the rest of the grid so it's people what we've been talking about we've been giving Russell his credit like that's what we've yeah. been doing I mean Russell's finished top five every race that he's finished a race credit him for that I said Russell was good when he was with Williams I said Russell when he got his first, like Russell has been proving himself. I think Russell is good for the future Mercedes. We all know Lewis Hamilton is not going to be here. Probably, like, I honestly think Lewis is going after three more seasons, three or four Same. more seasons. Like, I, I, I'm not even serious. four. I reckon, like, yeah, I reckon in the right. next year he was going to sign another two year. And right. I think I think that's, think, think that's going to be a two year, bro. That's going to be yeah. one. I think, one it'd be one. I think it'd be one from here on out. I think he'll mm, LeBron James like one years. year from here on out. Like, bro, mm. I'm going to do one, yeah. one, one. But I think the future of Mercedes is looking good with Russell. I just wish Russell could have, I wish Russell could not be like a little Jack Russell. I wish Russell <laughs> could be on the post-conference and the conference and have some balls. You got a good contract, Mercedes. You don't have to try to play this. Uh, His post-conference after this last race will really like, Oh, I don't know if I want to say this shit. I won't say it. I'll just say the right. No, you bro, you should have said it. Like, listen, I just think honestly, what happened here today just further proves that we came from a mistake that was made in Abu Dhabi. And now moving forward, we need to make sure we have consistency. He could have said something to support the GOAT in which is giving him so much knowledge and experience and has supported him. He could have took that opportunity to support loose and in a moment. In a moment that was made for it. It wasn't off topic. It was made for it to be said. So many people were talking about it. And Russell could have took that stand and be like, yeah, you know, today just proves that what happened in Abu Dhabi was a mistake. You know, and uh, I hope that moving on for the rest of my career and the other drivers on the grid that we never have to face something like that. But he did. He, t- he took the, you know, he took the, the bullshit way out. And that's the only thing I'll say. I hope I don't see that quality in Russell grow. I hope I see that kind of yeah. start going another way to be like just straight up legit and then get your seat. You got you, bro, you comfortable. You total bought you in. He granted you, bro. You don't got to worry about it. You, Mercedes got your contract. Just keep winning racing. You ain't got to kiss no ass. You don't have to be scared. Don't be a Jack Russell. Step up. <laughs> be a present canary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think that's the thing with George, right? Mm. It's... Um, some people love the PR63 and some people hate the PR63. And I think the hate part of it is what sows the seeds of distrust in people's brains about Lewis, about George when it comes to Lewis. And, um, and I don't blame them. I don't blame people who dislike George or don't trust George. No, I don't blame. I don't. I don't agree, but I can understand your mm-hmm. viewpoint for sure. And I think, like you say, but also, it's a tight position. You got Verstappen next year. It would take pretty big balls to, to come out. And yeah, make, to, to come out and say, you know, yeah, it was bad. But we'll see. We'll see how he fares. Oh, sorry. Yeah, obviously, Tandy. I mean, 
he has shown um throughout the season that he does have it in him like he yeah. does have that dog in him yeah. so it's just about it the dog coming out more i guess yeah, yeah. and growing right and i think yeah. it will grow the more he mm -hmm. grows in that seat and he's comfortable mm -hmm. and look when lewis goes he's gonna have to be the team leader of that team and we've seen with lewis he's much more than a driver i'm not saying george needs to do fashion yeah. and music but as an ambassador for what is right in the world uh, i think you know george needs to step right. into that um well great picks guys um my start my star of the day i'm gonna go with uh guan yu show show guan yu sorry show guan yu i'm gonna go to show i love this kid so much i like show guan yu oh my god he's just so cool he's like i know what yeah he's cool but it's effortless like his his right. swag the way prada just got him like you know, he's got that lifetime contract with prada mm -hmm. they've got him kitted out i think it's probably the best brand deal on the grid like the way that he's flexing prada every weekend um right. he's humbling his interviews but for a rookie to come in and do what he's doing, I think he's he's having a very understated season, right? I don't think mm. we're, season two. We're, we're not seeing big mistakes from him like we've seen with, you know, we saw last season with Schumacher, Mazepin, Yuki, and obviously look, that Haas last season was an absolute shitbox. So there's some things there, but they, you know, they, even this season, Schumacher had big crashes, right? We've not really seen those types of mistakes from Joe. And he's just solid, quick. He's out qualifying Bottas on pace. Uh, he's He's got better race pace than Bottas at points. Uh, and I think, I just think he deserves his own shout out sometimes. Because I think he can go under the radar, but for him to get right. a point this weekend uh, and to add to the points tally that he's already got, I, I think yeah. he deserves some 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 credit for that. So big up right. you, Joe. Uh, yeah, I put him 17th too. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 just, just for all those other people out there, Latifi is actually 21. 21? 20, yeah. 21. 21st 20 out of 20. 20. There's only 20 drivers on the field um incredible right just like absolutely incredible uh, it's, it's 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 really oh it's God. just bad right it's awful but look uh let's speaking of latifi any donkeys other than latifi that we have oh yeah uh, no. don't uh, say him donkeys, yeah. I'll, 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 um, I'll let have it no, you say it, you say it, but it might not be the same person. You, you guys have got some. No, ladies about. first, ladies first, go ahead. You guys I'm still going to keep my same one. Ladies mad first, chemistry. Ladies first. I don't even know what you guys are talking about right now. Jay, do you want to take first. over? I was going to say, I was going to say, um, color signs. You've got an issue with my guy. I don't even know. He literally had a really good race. He had a good <laughs> yeah, he had a, yeah, he came from last. He enough. came from last to four. It wasn't enough. It wasn't what enough. do you want from him? <laughs> what, do you, what, yeah. what do you want from him, Daddy? Well, wasn't he, enough. He was no literally note to sell. Wow. Mm. What do you want from Carlos? Because you always do this, Dave, and I don't understand. Like more, you he, know, twentieth to fourth. <laughs> 
That's pretty good. It's pretty Tandy, good. I, I, I'm not the high standards. You know what? Lower her standards. You got, no, you know what? Tandy, you know what? You keep your high standards. <laughs> you keep <laughs> your goddamn game up. So yeah. Tandy can look at you on a good Fair line. Play. You know what? Fair. I think what Carlos signs does, he does a lot of whizzing and wazzing, but it, in the end, it's nothing. Okay. And I, I guess what this is a larger conversation of, he's oh, he's not the number one driver for Ferrari. He did have a grid. Listen, but he knows that. He did, they're uh, even saying it in the Vanity Fair interview, like, oh, <laughs> we asked for Charles, but we got Carlos. He knows that. I just think he does a lot of whizzing and wazzing and it's nothing. Mm. It's, it doesn't amount to a lot. Right. Okay. I, I don't deny that he tries. Right. But it's not yeah. enough. But it's not enough. She's this week it was you. maybe I'm in a bad mood, but this week <laughs> <laughs> that's you know what that's fair, and I respect your opinion. And you know what? Um, I mean, look, both Ferraris. I mean, like obviously Charles did well; he did as well as he could. But Ferrari in general, they just dropped the board this season, and Carlos, Carlos has his own own reasons for that as also, well. Also, I'm also going to put whoever designed the new Ferrari costumes in the bin as well. In the bin. Them bananas in pajamas out. Them pajamas in pajamas are so bad. What the hell is that, bro? I'm seeing people say that's hard. That's hard. They're awful. You know what it's like? It is like a banana, but when you peel it, the fucking banana's off. Like it's just that black banana inside. Like what? Listen, yeah, I'm one of those people who's really funny about like bananas. Like I don't eat them once they've even gone any. Any They're right. Yeah, I like yeah. them green, mm. very firm, and mm. like not even done yet. So mm. fair play. Why, why are we talking about bananas? Sorry, because the Ferrari oh, the thing Ferrari was yellow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, you just what you mentioned. I just wanted to add you about that bananas. Why That's why we tied the string to you when you walked out there. I okay. see you getting lost. Like, yeah, getting lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I don't like bananas and. I just, yeah, why the fuck am I here? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, thank you, Tony. No, they're, they're, those, uh, those basics are awful. Jay. What's up? Uh, donkey, that's not Latifi. Or the, 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 the Ferrari race suits or Carlos sides. Oh. I would have to give it to the F1 McLaren team for asking Danny Rick to hold up Gasly on behalf of protecting Lando. I thought that was some bold shit. Like, Danny Rick ain't did shit for us. You know, he just hasn't delivered. You know, Danny Rick <laughs> hasn't done nothing. Yo, Dan, uh, why you at it? Why you out there? Can you hold up Gasly for Lando? You know, our <laughs> real driver. I was like, that's some bold shit, bro. Right. They've <laughs> been doing that. They've I got to get him a donkey that. for that. All, all like that, season, that, bro. That. All <laughs> season. All season, they've been doing that. Like... And they like they just don't give a fuck about that. Nah. Like that is a toxic. But the thing is, we've been saying it's toxic since I saw that first, that first uh, preseason video of, yeah. of of the car launch with Lando and Danny Rick. I saw how awkward it was. I said, "Yeah, this yeah, is this not shit ain't right. mixing well. It's mm. not mixing well at all." And it's just been proven across two seasons. He can't right. wait to get it out. It made of me feel a little bit better about Carlos pulling the chair out from under Lando's ass. Oh, it made me feel yeah, a little bit I better that about clip. that. <laughs> like, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, look, I mean, do you feel sorry for Danny Rick, guys? I don't. Do uh, no. Don't let Yasha start this narrative again. I don't feel hour. sorry for him, but I don't think he's done i don't think he's done like come on we talking about latifi still got a seat there's no way latifi got a seat and danny rick cannot keep a yeah. seat in the formula one that's active i just do not believe that and that's that's latifi's job that's his role mm. 
Yeah. All right. His role is like a gatekeeper to the very entrance of Formula One. Like mm-hmm. as long as you're better than him until we change him out, you're in. Mm-hmm. The moment mm-hmm. we change him for somebody else, maybe we raise the level. But Danny Rick does not belong outside of Formula One. If you're telling mm-hmm. me Latifi belongs in Formula One, mm-hmm. I won't buy that. So I, I honestly yes, think yeah. I think Oscar and Danny made similar mistakes from the same team. Oscar, I'm not I'm not holding him. Like he made a decision that I think might transform the way people navigate in Formula One, giving a little bit more power back to the drivers to have a little bit of negotiation. I'm always for that because sometimes the machine can get too much power to where they just say and do what they want. I think Oscar kind of brought some of that power back to the drivers. But I also think Oscar put himself on a short leash. Mm-hmm. by trying to go to McLaren wow. because Alpine invested money in you. Even if you're not with it all the way, they invested money in you. They invested a lot more hope in you, time in you. So you're going to have more leniency there if you come out your first season and you bomb it. You already see what's going to happen to you if you go with somebody who's more established than you than as Dan- and Danny Rick and you go and don't perform, bro, you're on limited, limited time. With Alpine, yeah. you would have had way more time in that. I think Danny also made the same mistake when he was Renault, when he said he wanted to be there to develop. And then he up went to McLaren chasing more bag and more glam. And now look where he's sitting. Had he stayed with Renault when they transfer over to Alpine, I think he would have been a better situation. I think with Ocon, he would have had a better environment that would have been conducive for his personality and he would have done better. So I feel like Oscar and Danny in some ways made the same mistake from the wrong team. But We'll see where he ends up. I'm sorry. Jay, could you say Renault again, please? Renault. Renault. Yes. That's how other people say it, I guess. How do you say That's Renault? That's how I see it. How do I say Renault? Yeah. Re- yeah. Renault? You say <laughs> Renault. Renault, yeah. But I'm... That's just because I'm doing like fucking British, isn't it? <laughs> say, say, it say it again, Jay. Renault. Yeah. Yeah. I like okay. that. Yeah. Thank you. Glad you did. Um, so, uh, yeah, I am my donkey of the day. I'm oh, sorry. Thank you, Jay, for being so rude today. Uh, thank you. My, oh, did I say donkey? No. I, my donkey of the day. Um, I mean, look, Mercedes giving Hammer in a three-second pit stop again, but I'm not even going to oh. get, get into those guys. Um, I think I'm just going to go with, like, Aston Martin. Oh, yeah, that's solid. Aston Martin feels like a fever dream, doesn't it? It really just feels like a fever dream. Fucking hell. Even like a sleep paralysis. Yeah. Like, like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing here? Why are you stopping there? (laughs) I just understand that. What what is the point in this team? Like, honestly. Like, honestly, Vettel just been in there, like I said. <laughs> and they, you know what? Papa Straw went up to Vettel after this race, and he must have said, You know what? Don't worry, I'm gonna back out the 1958 Bond car for you. Have a go around mm. that, round the mm. Silverstone track to make yourself feel better because he can't be that. He can't. W- That's another one who cannot wait to get out, bro. Like, mm-hmm. This guy is just dressing like a 70s drug dealing pilot these days to make time go by. Like mm-hmm. uh, he, he does, he's not in it. For, he's not in it for the racing. I don't know what that team are doing. They copied another person's designs. It sent the car backwards. No one's talking about it. But fair play. Um, just don't. I don't understand what they're doing on the grid. Just doesn't oh! agree, does he? 
one. Actually, my my donkey of the day is Will Buxton and Karen Chandok for just gaslighting everyone all over again. I don't know why you guys do it. It's not in your contracts that you have to do that. You're just doing it. And then you'll turn around and you'll say people are bullying you. People are being aggressive when you're out here insulting my intelligence. Don't insult you my You cannot trick me. You cannot trick me. You cannot trick me. <laughs> like, so those are my donkeys of the day. I don't like calling people out by name in FR Media because we're not like that. And I don't want people, you guys have got really good at not snitch tagging people in our tweets these days. Well done, you're learning. Don't go and snitch tag them in this. But I just don't, I just find it very disgusting that they seem to enjoy sitting on Twitter. All you've got to do is put your shit on mute, turn your notifications off if you don't know what people are saying. Don't mm. respond and in, and insult their intent. And they pick people who don't have that many followers. And mm. then and and I just think it's I think it's disgusting. That's my donkey of the day, basically. Um, yeah, and that's, and, and that's it. And I think that is a great point to end this podcast. Um, I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. It's been a strange one, hasn't it? That yeah. race. I mean, that race. I feel like I have more entertainment than spa, but we're still we're struggling to get into the meat and bones of it because really and truly i don't think the product is at its best we're going to a race which isn't great for racing either in singapore so we'll see what happens in a few weeks but nevertheless i'm sure there'll be fire content over at wolfpack performance jay where can people find you on social media YouTube Wolfpack Performance, mm. Twitter WP underscore Performance, yeah, iTunes Wolfpack Performance, all social media, all like outlets, audio, Spotify, you know, Podbean, Instagram. Which, by the way, I just want to let people know. Sometimes mm. I hold lives for you, Max Verstappen fans, to come and say the type of shit you say in my comment section visually and audibly, so I can see you. And I did it this past weekend, and all the fifty something plus y'all. Two of y'all showed up and then <laughs> got on camera and looked stupid as hell and got real stage wow. fight and then cut your shit off. Just want to wow. say, days with all the smoke, you know. So if you want to come on over sometime, bringing out the blicky. I'm not. I, I, hey, let's have a conversation. I don't <laughs> on site. Respectful. So that's all I got to say. Just hit me up. You know, I'm a real cool, dude. But I will bring that shit to you. So I'll put an address mm. on it. You ain't got to worry about no sneak this. <laughs> I'll put an address on it. Uh, <laughs> I love Jay when he comes on because he's not afraid to beat a motherfucker up, and I love that. I love yeah. that. Love Thank that. you. Thank you so much, Jay. Always a pleasure when you come on. Tandy, yes. any last words? Um, I need a new prescription on my glasses because I am blind as hell. Yeah, no, you're struggling. Um, yeah, trust me. Yeah, um, yeah. What else have I got to say? Not a lot. Okay, that's fine. Formula One, Formula One isn't fun right now. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I I feel like as as this being my platform, I'm, I'm I want to be open with you. I'm not enjoying it. It's, yeah, 
it's not that fun okay well look you know what is fun the stuff mm. that we've got coming for you tandy's yeah. got in a creative bag virgil abloh era rest in peace uh, we've got what some... are you talking about you're the you're cre- you're the creative man you're the rocket man here i just uh, well you know without without me there's no you okay so there oh, you go <laughs> so uh no we've got some super dope stuff we've got a new merch drop that's dropping in two weeks but mm. Quick Stop Live tickets are going to be out on Friday, the 16th of September. Abu Dhabi. that. 50 tickets. When they're gone, they're gone. If you want to join us, feel free to join us. We'll be running a competition, I think, again, to win tickets and the live yes. stream tickets. But all of that. Quick Stop Live. I can't wait oh, to see oh, you guys again. Um, you know, we're just out here just being Yo, super I, I don't, I, Hold on. I just want to say I salute y'all. I just want to say I salute y'all. I love what y'all doing. Thank it you. really makes me happy to see that this shit, the way y'all just came up. Like y'all went from merch. Y'all did the, the live. Y'all like y'all motivating out here for real. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. I, Jay, one day we are just going to hit the States and we'll all go for a drink together. Do you know what I mean? We'll Back. be out there 100%. Mm. Um, also, Jay, you hit 10K yet? Shit, I don't know, bro. I never really keep up with okay. this. Okay. Well, and he said, mm, I don't know. No, no, no. I don't I even keep up with that close. shit. You know, we was on the camera. Like, I think, I'm like, I did? Like, no, nah, I don't keep up with it like that. I just really keep up with the comments, making sure I reach out to the community, make sure I get my people straight. Like, I literally just hit three people that I don't even know if they subscribe, but I know I usually always see them. Yeah. And on a live, I didn't see them. So I literally hit them up like, oh, I hope everything's going all right in your life. I hope shit's straight. Mm. You know, because I had seen them for a few weeks. So I really concern myself with that. Like, everything else will come. Mate, community over numbers. And that is what I'll say to you guys every and every time. But look, we're going to go. Um, RIP Queen Elizabeth. Subscribe to the channel. <laughs> yeah, okay. RIP, RIP, to, the, RIP to the Queen. Um, subscribe to the channel. <laughs> um, um, follow us. Pay your respects to the Queen. It's her funeral on Monday and we get a day off. So And I'm on holiday. Woo! And it's on holiday. <laughs> so um follow us on Twitch as well. We're going with the t- thank you for everyone in the Twitch streams. And we will see you next week on the next episode of the Quicks of F1. Also follow me on Instagram to keep in touch with all my uh Greece content. Also, yes, did you have a good yeah. birthday? Yes. I had a great birthday. What happened to my birthday? I don't know. Did you have a good birthday? Oh right, yeah, no, it was my birthday. I saw it. I was like, "Hell oh, yeah, he did." <laughs> remember that <laughs> shit. We, rec- we recorded the day before my birthday, and so the, yeah. it was out my birthday. Thank you so. Oh yeah, thank you so much for all the messages I got. I made a I made a policy this year of not getting back to everyone. It was overwhelming, uh, and I I took a sleeping pill and I slept until four p.m. That was my birthday. True it was story. Good. I phoned him and he said, "I've just come off a sleeping pill." And I said, "I love that for you." Yeah, like so. Thank you to everyone. He said, uh, "It's really cool. I love you guys." Um, and yeah, thank you everyone. We love you. Everything. We've got so much cool shit coming between the end now and the end of the season. New merch dropping in two weeks. Quick stop live next on Friday, and the braziest merch you'll ever see coming out uh beginning of november you're 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 not ready so thank you so much have a lovely day no matter what happens keep it on the black stuff stuff. Bye. bye 
Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. There's a lot of misinformation out there, but the truth remains indisputable. I'm Dr. Rashad Ritchie, and every day I'll be bringing you a full dose of truth on my show, Indisputable. We cover criminal justice, social justice, politics, racism, police brutality, and everything in between. I even make space for conservative voices, but not before they step into the bullpen, where I debate them on their policy agenda. In January, I hosted They Called Him Radical, a special tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It features myself, Senator Nina Turner, Ricky Smiley, and Sharon Reed. Together, we reflected on Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy, his real legacy, and considered what we can all do to continue to fight for a better world. Listen to Indisputable and They Called Him Radical on Apple Podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com